just brew it into a thermos. Don't leave it on a hot plate. Oh, Jesus Christus, the coffee. <laughs> coffee Christus. Amen. Cream and sugar. to do that in reverse right so we are here now welcome yes i'm gonna go ahead and whine and then phil is gonna say some stuff and then i'll just whine again and then everybody wins i do macabre stuff and uh i am i am sean hayes (laughs) spread spread like butter over too much toast thankfully my slice is in my home slice is here oh i am the Jelly to your butter, Dr. Philaporta. Wait, what? You know what? Wait. <laughs> because you can put jelly on toast. I do the science, wait. by the way. It's not, an enti- it's not the most cogent analogy wait. ever, but, but it's not awful. Wait. What? Please just wait. I got to be honest with you. I think when I was younger, because I would do my own, you know, you're at the table and you kind of, well, I'll do my toast, you know? Oh, yeah. I think that I, I like... Like a little too much butter and and jelly. Like I just went back to being like in fifth grade when I used to like do my own little toast and it was too much butter and like gloppy grape. Uh, Phil, yeah, high praise, man, and Thanks. and well earned. Glad I gave you a good memory. You're damn right. You're my fifth grade jelly butter toast. Hey, at least I'm not your fifth grade bus driver, right? Uh, fifth grade. Did I but, have whatever, her yet? Was the bus driver. You know what? Doesn't I think it was. That was Anne. Hey, see. That was I Ian. remember your I remember your past. I was there in the shadows watching you all the time, but I haven't been there recently. So what's up with you now? Oh boy. Oh Phil. I first of all, fine work. <laughs> Thank you. It's interesting because it, like you put on like your carnival barker thing when you're like, "Oh, I'm hitting it. Oh, I'm hitting it." It's like in NBA jams or whatever when someone would like light on fire. Like for you, you turn into like a carnival barker. Like that's how you know that Phil's like racking up his combos. <laughs> I put the boater hat, straw boater hat on. It's like... Right. It just becomes like, ladies and gentlemen, and like the cane comes out. You know. Yep. Anyway, uh, it's been wild. That's how it's been <laughs> he with picked me. Picked up a note, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I had that's to write how... down. I am not good at setting boundaries. You would never think. Have been. You would think because I'm like, oh, oh, whatever, that I'd be like, oh, I'm very clear with my boundaries. Well, I'm not. So I was overloaded. So I had to step back from some projects. Uh, I had to step back from the board at the Playhouse. I'm still going to want to be involved there and do stuff, like do and we shows. we wish and... all of the actors and everybody well, absolutely. Yeah, and all the other board members and stuff. Um, you know, it's really – it's difficult. It's also a particular kind of stress that I just don't do well with. And when I mentioned I was like, I'm thinking I just can't do this. Phil, Phil of all people, was like, oh, yeah, you got to get the hell out. Like, that's <laughs> – <laughs> yeah. Which that takes something for Phil to be like, because I said, I was like, I feel bad putting down my oar. And he's like, just do it. Uh, <laughs> just just jump. So there was that. Uh, Edie is full on tweening out. Oh, I'm just going to say yeah. that for any and all of the parent citizens out there. Uh, and don't say wait until just sympathize. And I <laughs> uh, was in the ER a couple times with the wife. She has uh, some pinched nerve. I think it's going to turn out to be a herniated disc type situation that has rendered her uh incoherent occasionally with pain uh, other times Ugh. it's not as but i've heard some terror it's been a scene man um it's been very hard on me <laughs> um, no but i but i feel have felt horrible i've tried to be there as much as i can be for my daughter i have i have let down friends i have failed to return phone it's i've just spread too thin so that's uh, uh, uh what's up with me also last thought uh there's a dispensary over by the dead baby starters now so that's cool Oh. <laughs> you all know what the landmark is. Anybody in the Lehigh Valley knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, and I was talking about this with some friends recently. Isn't that the point of a landmark? So, yeah, it's near Dead Baby Starters, the scary bowling alley, and number one Chinese, best Chinese delivery place in the entire uh, Lehigh Valley. There, my free shout out for a Lehigh Valley restaurant. There you go. Number one Chinese. Right near the scary sticky bowling alley and the dead baby starters and my new favorite dispensary, whose name I haven't found out yet, but you're next. (laughs) For my business, I mean, not for any. What's up with you, (laughs) Phil? (laughs) Before you incriminate yourself any further, (laughs) I'm fine. Okay. Um, 
I, uh, what do you call it? We're, we, you can hear it in the voice. Sean did mention it, but we are doing it remote today. Uh, I mentioned last week, Caroline, finally, our webmistress, finally, after two years of dodging it, uh, came down with the big dumb thing. I feel a little off today, and rather, and I'm st- I tested negative this morning, but rather than take any chances, Sean and I just said, hey, let's, uh, let's do it remote. And you know what, folks? BDT, still out there. You know, make sure uh, you get in your booster when you can, and uh, don't take on un- any unnecessary ri- risks. Be safe, for real. Still science. It matters. Can I can I tell you something about that? No, I'm still going. Uh-huh. Well, when we were in the <laughs> ER, we were like some yeah. of the only people wearing masks in the emergency uh, room of a major hospital. Think about that. That's uh, that's uh, a little sad. Um, you know, you got to wonder how many of the nurses and the staff have already had it, been over it, and they're also over it. But at the same time, that's not it. how any of this works. I know. Dot I know. Com. Uh, I still sympathize and uh, shout out to every nurse, doctor, nursing staff, hospital staff of any kind who's still working. My God, you want to talk? Sean burned out. Uh, Sean's burned out. You are probably yeah. burned out worse. No kidding. Yeah. So anybody who gives you any shit for not returning calls or for falling flat or for not doing your boredly duties, you send them to me. Yeah, that's right. I'll be. And uh, I'll have my alerts off. My alerts are off. And uh, I just want to say a really big shout out to Key City Steampunk Festival. Uh, it was nice to go out. I went this weekend out to Gettysburg on a diplomatic mission uh, <laughs> to see. If this is... You are part of the reenactors <laughs> and a traitor. <laughs> anyway, right? Be like you are part of the rebel reenactors and a traitor. <laughs> Take the nerd away. Ah. So uh, it was a fantastic place, wonderful time. Uh, met some met some new friends, saw some old friends. Uh, so shout out to all of my steampunk friends who were there. It was nice to be at a convention with. Uh, it was a smaller convention, but so many nice people, and it's just nice to be at a convention where Dr. they pay their performers. Goggles McTavish. Uh, but that's a whole other story. And uh, Sean, the one thing I did not tell you, Madeline is, Hipskirt. While I was there, I ran into my buddy Mike Slater, who is the author of. Oh, the book. Pimp this out again. Yeah, yeah, the book. Lovecraft Cocktails. If you haven't gotten your copy yet, if you get one and find find your way to Whip Round Studios, I mean, you know, whenever show up by Sean's house, I will... (laughs) Let's let's, uh, find us in the wild. Let's not make a pilgrimage I will find a way to make you one of those drinks. But he asked me, and at the minimum, I will be contributing the signature cocktail for the VIP event at Creature Feature Weekend out in Gettysburg. Oh, cool! Which uh, a really cool uh, pa- uh, uh, postcardy thing Phil's going to put up that he just yep. showed for this. A little, I will, uh, I will put the thing. link in the show notes. And uh, at best, though, I will also be bartending that event as well. So, uh, fingers crossed, when I'm is, out there behind the stick. Uh, behind the stick, that is August 26th is the VIP event. The tickets are still available. It's in Gettysburg. Lovely hotel. Plenty of room also in the Overflow Hotel. It's a horror convention. So, Sean, buddy, this is right up your alley. We might have a Friday date night if all things like align, but who I mean, knows? I mean, uh, but anyway, uh, if you want to come on out, it's going to be a great convention. And, uh, you know, it will not be the first time I've done signature cocktails for things. However, this will be the first time that if this goes well, then we are still in uh, proto testing phase. It will be a UV reactive cocktail. All right. Which means you're going to fucking hate it because it's going to have tonic water. Oh. Well. <laughs> If I can roll with some gin, maybe tonic won't ruin everything. Personally, I don't know if you're willing to experiment with more than one drink, but it would be kind of cool if you represented the whip around by sending in... To cure the COVID, grab the elixir that's got magnetostatic power! Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying if you repped us with some kind of Phil's magnetic elixir drink, it'd be pretty fun. It, whether it was at this or someday in the future. Uh, at some, mm-hmm. let's put it at some day in the future. I got, I got to be profe- I got to be professional about this. Uh, I think that's the most professional sounding drink I've ever heard. And besides, you'd have to find a way to make ferrofluid potable, so you'd break all kinds of cool news, or poison people, which and make cool right news, in, right? Which would fit right in with the horror convention thing. And speaking of horror convention, choo choo, the weird is coming through. Get off the track. Stop the train. Wreck up live. I think we should do like whip around themed drinks and and snacks for something like our net like what five years right so like if there's a five year party will you work together with me we'll come up with like whip around oh, themed God, yes. stuff absolutely ah oh, we'll be so Susie fucking homemaker about it I'm just picturing a bell shaped cupcake right now Desi the Desi the dip yeah we'll work Desi the Desi the Desi dip Desi the Desi dip we're gonna we're gonna workshop this, but nah, in the meantime, I've got, got six it. headlines from the week's news. I think we got it. <laughs> Print it. 
<laughs> except one of them's fake. So I really only have five from this week's news plus the one fake. Mm-hmm. Still makes six, mm. but you need to get the one out of the five, which is the fake one. Spot that fake, win that day. Right, and that would be a remainder, I guess. We're subtracting and leaving a remainder. It's not a sum. That would be going up. We're going down. What would be the difference? Because a remainder would be division. Uh, one of these days, man, I'm getting to fifth grade. Here we go. Hoodies mistakenly manufactured without face openings sold instead as high fashion. <laughs> Organizers insist on no eating at Food Expo. Hmm. Florida officials ask local perverts to stop interrupting horny manatees. <laughs> Fairlawn woman's found stuck in rabbit cage. Christian TV host. Vegetarian hamburgers are a Luciferian plot to change human DNA. Oh, I have some. And athlete loses race in Colombia after his penis came out in the middle of the run. <laughs> well, who cares if his penis is gay or not? <laughs> Phil, in the honor of that poor misunderstood racer and his misunderstood penis, can we get it faster? Hoodies mistakenly manufactured without face opening sold instead as high fashion. Organizers insist on no eating at Food Expo. Florida officials ask local perverts to stop interrupting horny manatees. Fair lawn woman found stuck in rabbit cage. Christian TV host. Vegetarian hamburgers are a Luciferian plot to change human DNA. And athlete loses race in Columbia after his penis came out in the middle of the run. Hmm. I'm going to have some tea after that one. Well, I, I feel like I actually saw the inexplicable and, and over-modified sentence that uh, Florida, with, it's like they're horny perverts stay away from what was it florida officials ask local perverts to stop interrupting horny manatees local perverts horny manatees yeah that's that's too many descriptors that's bad writing i don't think you would do that okay Uh, i actually think instinctively you would stay away from that so that's out and i think i may have heard it somewhere or maybe just in my dreams and then i think what was the first one hoodies mistakenly manufactured without face openings sold instead as high fashion now, that could be aimed right at me. That could be both barrels because Phil knows that I am a uh, a high art motherfucker, a hoodie. <laughs> you are a hoodie aficionado, my friend. Hoodie wearing fool. I'm going to say that uh, I feel baited. I'm going into the box and just hoping that this cheese is just a cool treat for me and that, that stick and that string are just trash. Uh, I think it's the hoodie one. I think the first one's fake. Ah! <laughs> It's your first one in a couple weeks. Oh, man. It could be months <laughs> at this point, I think. <laughs> it might have been. Well, you know what the problem was? I didn't have any help. <laughs> like, this was just oh! me writing this. Oh, not so tough without your anti-Sean crew, are you? <laughs> I need your help, citizens. Help me, de- help me demoralize him more than he already is. Jesus, the weird news brute squad. <laughs> I am the brute squad That's this right. week. But it's B-R-U with an M-Lout T, so you're sort of a middle school locker room smelling squad. I was going to say, am I a deodorant? You're, a, you're a middle school locker room boys armpit squad, you are. Do grown men ever wear Don't brute? Is that, that a, do adults? Citizens, because it'll, it'll put you on a watch list. <laughs> do adults, like, wear brute? Was that a thing? Or is it just, like, for, like, goons in, just, in middle school gyms? I think probably over a certain age. We're going to go sniff around, and uh, we'll let you know when we come right back. Because, like, if someone says, like, this is brute, if someone just said that to you, put this on. Have you been affected by boredom, dull podcasts, droll mainstream comedy? Side effects could include running nose, dick fingers, plumber's toe, racist nosebleeds, corns and calluses, dry eye, brown town blues, scatological humor, scat humor, backwards nipples, martial anglia, reptile itch, rust, super herpes, regular herpes, the drizzles, erectile dysfunction, or inverted nipples. We'll get you the entertainment you deserve. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Whip Around Law Firm today. Thanks. We'll compensate. Yes, so I, get... yes I know what that's like, Phil. <laughs> It's like at the top of your head. And you get... Lord. <laughs> Between the two of us, we have a whole head. We're back. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. Brute. Sponsored by <laughs> Brute. No. What are other like middle school scents? Uh, Musk. Axe body spray is always the one that comes to my Axe. mind. Axe. Of course. Yeah. Axe body spray. But like, I mean, um, actual odor, like. B.O. just in general. Well, no, I just I, have the. I know that, Phil. There's I mean, the locker room B.O. Fragrance. Like, what is something that's like. Science! It still matters, damn it. Onions. No. I'd love to smell onions. Not on a human when it's being naturally generated. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Sean. Hey. What are you drinking over there? What are you drinking over there today? 
I'm drinking bubbly because I'm really irresponsible. And I was like, a good burp would probably be funny on the podcast, and now it's not happening, so I just look unprofessional. Well, I mean, you don't look anything. This is an audio medium. You can see me, bitch. Actually, you just froze. Hold on a second. Oh, there. See? <laughs> um, so I was thinking about you as I was writing this because you like coffee. I've been thinking about you. you Am I wrong? Like you, I mean, I know you, you haven't do. been drinking. I know you haven't been drinking it as much as you used to, but you still like coffee. Yeah? Oh, I drink probably too much still, yeah. What's what's your go-to type nowadays? What do you do? You know, I got to admit, because I was my wife and I were bickering over which was the right thing and the grind and the blah, 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 blah. So we just started getting the bottled iced coffee now, and I just do my mixturing a little bit on top of that. So it's so it's a it's a cold brew is what yeah, you're doing, right? Yeah. Okay. It's not um, nothing beats a good Mexican alto. Uh, and I mean that in personality <laughs> and coffee type. <laughs> you meant just this general entertainment, but okay. So here's a question <laughs> now. So you buy the <laughs> you buy the cold brew, right? Yes. Okay. Do you uh, did you ever make the cold brew at home? No, I think Kate did once, and then she was like, "I'm not going to keep doing this." Why not? I'm curious. Well, two reasons. Number one, I am look. It's a personality trait, Phil. I'm sorry. So you got to love no. me for who I am. Mm -hmm. uh, but when people want me to do stuff, I want to do that stuff less. And a lot okay. of people have wanted me to do cold brew. And it just, you know what, Phil, for me, turn offs mm -hmm. are turn ons. Like your people's turn ons are my turn offs. Okay. I, I, under, I get that. Damn your enthusiasm. So I don't want to. Okay. And then well, the other one is it's like it's a new thing and I feel like I'd have to have pictures and plastic wrap and look like an asshole and be like, oh, cool. I made a cup of coffee. and it only 12 took, hours. And it only took half a fucking day. But it's so much better, right? It's less acidic, smoother flavor. But all that time, what if, Sean, I could tell you that you could speed up cold brew. What if you could make it in three minutes? Ooh. Maybe. Do I have to do much in those three minutes? Well, let me tell you what. Some plucky scientists at the University of Duisburg-Essen in Germany have figured out how to get it done. All you need is some clean water, high-quality coffee, and a motherfucking laser. Oh, shit. This is right in your percolating wheelhouse. You have no idea. You're a physicist. Nobody likes coffee more than you guys. Fuck what I like coffee. And I was a laser physicist. Right. Where were you on this? Why didn't you do this? I feel like I totally missed the boat. Lasers and coffee. I mean, there are two things that really define my existence for a good decade and a half. Incidentally, it's a tradition almost at this point that I realized started with cows and farts. But here's this summer's laser-based story. I think I've done one three summers running. <laughs> oh, God. So here's what they did. Building on previous research that showed lasers have a decent ability to dissolve or fragment organic molecules like those in coffee mm. but it depends on <laughs> wavelength pulse size power of the laser you can get all kinds <laughs> of different <laughs> effects <laughs> including laser induced shock waves rippling through the material uh i've totally done that and cracked the glass with it by the way which is kind of fun that sounds a way to kill somebody but okay of course, you don't want to destroy the coffee. You just allow it to release all its goodies. So what they did was they grabbed some fresh roasted coffee, bless you, ultra pure water, and an ND YAG laser with 10 picosecond pulses at a rep rate of 80 kilohertz centered around 532 nanometers. Are you writing this down, citizen? They took a green laser made it go pew, 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 really fast. They lit up the coffee, which was placed in a vessel. How many picos? It's 10 picosecond pulses, so about this big, give or take. Pico de Gallo laser. <laughs> laser Pico de Gallo Phil, comes with coffee. Phil, Phil's talking to so many people in our audience, and I'm not one of them. <laughs> so many <laughs> of you are getting a lot of what he's saying, aren't you? <laughs> That's great for you guys. But I figured out the right, the fake story, so piss off. <laughs> Thanks so for downloading. So after they lit up the coffee and that was in a, a vessel that was being continually stirred, then they remove and filter the product. They compared this uh, coffee to cold brew and hot brew coffee they made with the same type of beans, and they found that the resulting product was very, very similar to cold brew. How'd they do this? They used liquid chromatography and mass spectrometry, so they used light to identify the composition, and they used magnets to separate stuff into component molecules. They noticed the suspension of organic molecules, particularly flavor compounds, in the laser brew, comparable to cold brew. pH, so that acidity, same low level you like from the cold brew. The only major difference was caffeine content, lower than cold brew, higher than hot brew. What? 
So it was in between. Cold cold brew has a higher caffeine content than hot brew coffee does. Oh, I thought that was like an urban legend and shit. No, no, no. It I does. I was like, ah, who cares? It doesn't change I, the molecule. Like in Seinfeld when they had the ice cream and they're like, it doesn't matter if it's melted not, or not, of course. But, well, apparently. In your preparation, because uh, because caffeine and other molecules are volatile organic compounds, when you heat them up, they can uh, basically evaporate off for lack of a you know more complicated or precise term. Oh. So yeah, so you can burn off caffeine, you can burn off some of those flavor compounds, and that's why, by the way, a hot pot of coffee that sits out goes stale, is because all of those organic flavors that you like are constantly like evaporating off. Yeah, I know about leaving... the volatility <laughs> is a thing. That's what that's what that's talking about, right? The volatility. Yeah, basically. I mean, it is a volatile organic compound, which right. just means anything that basically wafts out and you smell it, right? You know, is volatile organic. Incidentally, you are smelling. Death itself. <laughs> Your I coffee you is underst- dying. Drink it. Stop leaving it on the burner, please. That scent you love that perks you up in the morning is coffee dying for you. Just brew it into a thermos. Don't leave it on a hot plate. Oh, Jesus Christ, is the coffee. <laughs> coffee Christus. Amen. Cream and sugar. I'm so tired. <laughs> so why are we doing this, by the way, is the next question. Because physicists can't stop with coffee, man. <laughs> also fucking true. Uh, a physics department runs on coffee the way it said an army runs on its stomach. But yeah. more realistically, of course, any kind of expedition in the manufacturing process of a product that really gained in popularity is a huge boon to anyone looking to do things at scale. And it could allow for gl- greater experimentation in the coffee industry. Think about it. Anytime you're doing a bean blend or a new roast, you got to wait a whole day to see if it works. Not now. Now you can test these things in <laughs> minutes <laughs> if you're doing it right. <laughs> Speed that shit up with some lasers artisanal Um, laser fire artisanal laser brewed coffee oh my god i want that so bad right fuck yeah of course there's more work to be done it's possible to infinitely tweak the laser pulses see if you get more caffeine out or you get different flavors out but instead of waiting a day you get good results faster you could test it out so maybe a laser barista 9000 doesn't become a home product but it sure does look like there's promise to help make a better cup and for that i'm thankful hmm Thoughts, buddy. I want us to come up with some of our own coffee blends so that we can name them. So we need to have our like like laser named like <laughs> like uh, Zap Drowsdower. You know, it's like it's like a, like it wakes you like it's a, you know what I'm saying. Or so that's a three level joke right there. I know you got to know three different things that just one of which did not just happen to get it. But you know what I mean? Or like you may fire when ready, and it's like a really pep you up one, and we put like the it's like a, in a gray big, bag, big, big McLarge brews. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so proud to know you right now. Oh man. <laughs> Bring that fucking actual bell for me. Oh my god, god you're right. I feel, I'm like, it's like yeah. in a glass case over here. There, there. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, go watch Space Mutiny on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Please. Best episode ever. Uh, well, in the top, oh, it's in the, up there in the top three for sure. Easy, easy. Uh, anyway, uh, other, other, I mean, other thoughts Questions. I have is yeah. What do you want to know? I'm I'm always a huge fan of of uh, sort of uh, I don't know. I hate to call this. It's not pop science, and you, you said there are larger connotations, but sure. things that are grabbier um, that sort of showcase a connection between scientific progress and even if it's indirect. Sort of something that that is a kitchen table kind of issue. Yes. Just like, you know, because it's easy to have Neil deGrasse Tyson say, well, because of NASA, you have – we've talked about this so many times. Yeah, this has come up all the time, right? right. Because of NASA, you have GPS, right? But it it is – this is an easy-to-see connection. It's right there. And so I like that it reinforces that truism, which is progress – scientifically rises all of humankind's boats. Do you know what I mean? So it like, so it's another, it's like, yes, remember we, if we're pro science, we actually begin to have things get better. Do you see, do you see? It's it's not like anybody made these lasers for this purpose. Right. And that's another thing. It's like, no, we didn't waste anything. Yeah. The laser was sitting there and these guys did this, this, this experiment. They're coming up with this idea and how to do it. And, and I, you know, I don't know. 
you know, when, when you do science, you go in with an idea, you have an hy- hypothesis that you want to test. Yeah. And it just so happens that they're like, well, I want, can you make laser cold brew coffee? And the answer is apparently you can, which you is a goddamn well better could. <laughs> you goddamn well better could. I'm excited. Keep it going. Keep it yeah. going. That's right, scientists. And speaking of scientists, yeah. it's time for Real or Bullshit Citizen Science Edition. Is the is the fucking brute squad here for this? <laughs> oh, maybe. Did you bring them uh, into the whole for a whole game? No, 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 no. But if you love science and want to get involved, I'm not kidding about this. Go to citizenscience.gov. Oh, okay. And you can see a whole host of projects by a variety of organizations from the National Oceanic Atmospheric Institute, Smithsonian, NASA, NSF, and they're all looking for help from regular folks like us. Most of these in, most of these projects involve collecting data of some sort, reporting on the things you find around you. Some are location specific, some are way more broad, but they all use regular folks to help amass a much larger and much more complete data set that would be otherwise possible. So check out the list. There's a whole lot of projects there, and and if something you know tickles your fancy, get involved. Be a citizen scientist. It's a cool thing to do. If you can contribute in your spare time, so much the better. The whip around in no way advocates that. What Phineas was the loudest he's ever <laughs> been just now. That you. was the loudest I have ever heard that thing. <laughs> He's excited. He wants to be citizen science. Anyway, the whip around in no way advocates for tickling one's fancy in public. The whip around in no way advocates for tickling one's fancy in public. Now, of course, if you're going to do anything with the public, you've got to have a cool name. And some of these projects have really cool names, and some of them have weird purposes. So... This is At kind the of last a last minute. This is I kind take of a, a test. This is like a like a like a little toe in the water for something that's coming soon. That's cooler. Are all these projects I'm describing real opportunities for you to contribute to science, or am I just helping to hoping to get grant funding for bullshitting you? Oh man, you're gonna either way. You're gonna hurt me in this game because you're gonna make me that's sad. The plan. You're gonna make me <laughs> sad one way or the other. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> So for each, I'm going to give you the name and a short description of the product, oh, and you got to tell me whether it's real or bull. This is a project. great. This is a great game, and I'm so bummed already. All right, okay. <laughs> well, at least there'll be some good news in here. Hopefully, you didn't fucking make them all make them all fake. Here we go. Project one: Gravity Spy. In order to help the highly sensitive Laser Interferometer Gravity Wave Observatory, LIGO, scientists are asking citizens to help find and classify sources of noise that may interfere with this and other highly sensitive future experiments. Real or bullshit? So you can hunt down who's making that goddamn noise? (laughs) Yes. Oh my god, I've been waiting my whole life for this. What the fuck is that? What is that? What is that? You hear that shit? Oh, oh my God, already my heart is on the table. Phil, I believe that that is real. Oh, good. Oh, sign me up. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to be like, there, it's that. Stop it. <laughs> so, of course, this one's a little more location specific. They are uh, talking about noise near the LIGO sites, near future sites to see if they identify because those things are so sensitive yeah. that like a truck going down the road a kilometer away will screw up a measurement. So, I know exactly how they feel. <laughs> I really know how they feel. Stop Project. walking your dogs. Just get them a pad or something. I don't want to hear it. Project two, Nerdle Patrol. Nerdle? Nerdle. Asking citizen scientists to help find and document plastic pellets, or nerdles, that wash up on beaches across the country in an attempt to find the sources of pollution and work with regulators to help come up with better systems for preventing future plastic problems. Real or bullshit? See, I don't... Here's... Okay, here's my thought process real quick, all right? Go ahead. I want to know. Anything that sounds... How are you brewing your coffee? Right. Cold and bitter, my friend. (laughs) I, uh, I feel like... You'll throw a, a term out or a word or a something, especially if it's in a position to be something that's ridiculous or that's like award winning. Like it's an extreme thing. And then I'll, whether it'll turn out you made it up. And you're like, oh, that's somebody that's somebody that I went to school with. And then it's like I'm an accomplice to either like kind of giving someone a hug that I don't know or <laughs> or like spitting in their face. I'm like, I don't know you, man. I'm sorry that I thought that, you know, Dr. Nerdle sounded like somebody who would suck. <laughs> Uh, so that being said, I'll, I say it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I love Man. the thought process. Woo! Well done. It's like I'm on, who wants to be a millionaire? 
<laughs> that would be a neat game dynamic we've never done where it's like, do you want to quit now? But there would be no payoff. What am I going to do? Let's build that game. We'll like, figure it out. I do like that. There's like an I increasing... Have a sp- I have a sp- I have a spare dollar. I'll tell you what. This well, is right up your alley. Who we, wants to be a buccaneer? You can have the buck. Uh, ah. Well, we, it would be like either drinks or like spicy food. <laughs> so it's like, do you, you know what I mean? And then you, you wrap we it. We do. We haven't done a food episode in a while. We need, we're due. If anybody, any citizens out there want to help us with like either a, some kind of spicy-ish, uh, sour, so, dr- drunken. Oh, I have citric acid powder in my pantry now. See what I'm saying? So any of you uh, culinary or just mad scientists like Phil here want to get involved with that, let us know. But in the meantime, Project 3, The Great Backyard Bird Count, an annual worldwide snapshot of where people see birds on the third weekend of February. Real or bullshit? Uh, so you're describing bird watching. Yes, I am. But sciency. Yes. Isn't that what the Audubon Society is? This is at a particular time. When, yeah, when was it? Third weekend of February. Fucking what? Am I missing something? Fucking. I'm sorry if it's an important like civil rights <laughs> memory. I don't know. I'm sorry. Hopefully it's. Bu- you know what, Phil? Bullshit. No, that one's real. Obviously, because the significant date is a lot. Is something important for our country. No, it's not. It no, is, it obviously. Is, I, I, I'm sure it. I'm sure it is to an ornithologist, but no. I. I genuinely don't know why they pick that date. But so they. I mean, at the risk of being like, why is it their men's history month? Why would there not be like, there's one for every weekend or something? I, I genuinely don't know. I did not look at the rationale of the project. Is, like I said, I took the, you. Uh, listen, I got I got to doing this kind of last minute. So I took the lazy way out. I didn't look at all the descriptions and all the details of the grant proposals and who the co-PIs are. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at this ornithological speciesism bullshit more like temporalism really yeah, it's like right, we love right. birds right now <laughs> it's like a looney tunes cartoon like bird loving season like that's not a thing and you pull it down it just says like rabbit hunting season that's what it is it's some elmer fudd sign no one ever pulled down project four the great backyard wabbit count <laughs> <laughs> all to wheel uh project four target asteroids with, nice. team member, with team members from OSIRIS-REx providing guidance, citizen scientists will engage amateur tr- astronomers in observing and characterizing various asteroids. Real or bullshit? Can you say that again? With team members from OSIRIS-REx providing guidance, citizen scientists will engage amateur astronomers in observing and characterizing various asteroids. I mean, Real or bullshit? It sounds too much like an extra special... Uh sort of stone age gamer type of over describing a video game so i'm gonna say it's bullshit totally real oh are these all real you son of a and by the way remember you son of a osiris, scientist osiris rex remember was one of my many porn names you've come up with that's why i was like this can't be real well listen it is well i'm sorry but you're st- that's still your porn name that's fine you're 50 you got two left God forbid, I do have a tiebreaker. Oh, I want it. All right. Project five. Let me enunciate here. Disc detective. <laughs> Citizen scientists will be shown 10 second videos from NASA telescopes. And you decide if the star shows signs of having a planetary disc or not. Real or bullshit? That sounds more like a game than a like a study of some kind. Uh-huh. There it is. Thanks, Bubbly. I, <laughs> I'm going to say that that one's real. Yeah, that sounds too, it, like, it's sure, not why not? The, it's not the first time they've gamified science. I don't know if you remember, but there was a protein folding game several years back <laughs> that uh, they put on people's phones to, to like have them like, well, can you fit this protein in this configuration? Or can you figure out what the structure would be? And they got all these people playing it. And what they were doing was basically manually simulating in many, many ways a lot of the things that high-level computers would do to try to model these complex proteins and their three-dimensional shapes. And as a result, scientists have characterized most organic protein structures, I believe, at this point. So it's unbelievable what citizen scientists can do. Same thing. Rather than feed it to 
an AI. Right. Like, let's get people to guess, and we'll look at the sample and how they guess, and with the wisdom of the crowd, yeah. we can take take a deeper look in better candidates. Good. That's good. Obviously, you lost me at manually simulating. Uh, <laughs> not just because of the obvious uh, middle school joke, but also because I pictured like a like just like these scientists holding up these like scale model protein type things or whatever, kind of like <laughs> kind of like on Good Eats, but they're like, so it's like playing with dinosaurs. He's like smashing them together. It's like you know, like this. It's just like smack, 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 and they're like, all right, I guess approved, you know. And he's like, Rawr! and like he plays with them in the tub. I mean, is that how science goes? I hope so. Far be it for me to ever besmirch Mr. Alton Brown. Right. Final one needed to stay out of a tiebreaker. All right. <laughs> okay. Operation Dragonfire. Rock! <laughs> Operation Dragonfire stres- strives to create an environment where unified, timely, and reliable information is available before, during, and after emergencies, providing a means to identify, aggregate, validate, and analyze data from the multiple sources that are always present. Real or bullshit? I mean, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds sort of like a brain. <laughs> like, it, it takes, <laughs> like, isn't that what thought is? Uh, can I hear it again? Operation Dragonfire strives to create an environment where the unified, timely, and reliable information is available before, during, and after emergencies, providing a means to identify, aggregate, validate, and analyze data from the multiple sources that are always present. I don't know. I feel like you're fucking spelling something out or some shit. <laughs> like, I feel this is, it's too, either that or it's from the back of a fucking, like, Galaga box or something. Like, it's the description for... I don't know some <laughs> some super Famicom game where you're supposed to like punch all the dots until they turn into sheep. Uh, <laughs> the fuck? Or this this is like someone describing anime as they as they jump out of an airplane to someone who's like trying to what what is anime and they say that I'm gonna say that it's bullshit. You are gonna be so disappointed to learn that it is real. Oh man, that I took most of that. Word for word. Oh, boy. That it is basically that type of project. But, of course, again, trying to find a way to aggregate in emergencies a place for all the good information. I mean, but great. Boy, that, yeah. But, but who boy, watches the name, watchers? That project name stinks of brute cologne. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, And, God. unfortunately, it puts you in for a tiebreaker. I wanted it. I would have begged you to, I would have been like, Phil, we need more content. It's going too well. Okay, so I, I had this one ready last week in case you and Ben, Ben from Molten Metal Media. Uh, hey. Thanks for being on the show, Ben. Hello, Ben. Oh, and Ben, we got to see you soon. I have a t-shirt for you as a thank you for coming on. Oh, rock and roll, man. Yeah. He just recently saw, like, I think Metallica in concert. Yeah, I know. He's way cooler than everybody. I know, but, right? <laughs> but I digress. I had this ready last week. The James Webb Space Telescope just released a beautiful image. Have you seen this? Of the Cartwheel Galaxy? I don't know. Oh, I will link to it. It is absolutely stunning. I mean, I, I look I like at a lot of, of the space. Images, they're beautiful. I look at a lot of space pictures, Phil. I can't. Um, they're all special to me. Well, this one's very special and it's beautiful. Right. And my question is this: mm. plus or minus a hundred million? I knew it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> How far away is the Cartwheel Galaxy from here in hundreds of millions of light years? So plus or minus 100 million, how many million light years away? <laughs> and by the way, if it helps, it's in the Sculptor constellation. Who came up with that one? I don't know. Maybe it was like the lost 14th Zodiac. Wait, is that the Southern Hemisphere? I bet that's a Southern Hemisphere uh, I do believe it might be. Boom, 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 boom. Because I know that in the Southern Hemisphere, the constellations are, are comparatively newer than the ones that we have in the Northern Hemisphere, which are almost uniformly back to, like, the Greeks. So the newer ones have, like, jobs and, and interesting things that are much more human I mean, than gods and stories in the Northern Hemisphere. Fair, but you do know the stars have been there pretty much the whole time, right? I know that, but I'm saying okay, in terms just... of when people were categorizing them, who <laughs> then were like, no, that's what they're fucking called. Put it in the textbook. Do you know what I mean? I know. The, 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 the... You get the point. But ones that were discovered in the Southern Hemisphere have more modern names, generally speaking. And now you've actually learned something on the whip around. That, uh, unfortunately, I hope you're learning a lot, by the way. So I'm going to say... Plus or minus 100 million light years. Uh-huh. That it's 
789 million. No, wait. In millions? I have to say in millions? Because wouldn't it be in the billions? or something? I don't know. Give it to me in millions of light years. Hundreds of millions of light years. Nine. Really? 900 million. Are you sure? I don't know, Phil. <laughs> I don't fucking look at I look at a lot of space. Uh, 999. Is that your final answer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was 500 million light years away. <laughs> what did I say? 999. Million light years. Yes. Right. Roll that tape back just in case. No, I'm just saying like, so all right, so what? I uh, overshot by half of a the bit. universe. Oh, and it's, it's, it's so far away. It's half just the universe the... between friends. Yeah. It's because it's on so a car. It's because it's rolling away. Stupid. Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil. <laughs> Against my better judgment, and we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us should you like to do so. If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us by email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, that helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done that last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine, and you <laughs> come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. Sometimes it's I guess. go that way. I know I've done an all-bullshit game. I think this might be the first all-real game. Well, I, I, see, because I keep thinking that that's what you're up to. So for all I knew, you've done five of them. I just lost, and what's the difference? Well, instead of five, we're each going to do three. That's great, because it's time for Act 3. It's time for Three for the Row. That time of the show, we talk about things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show. It didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is, which at this point is just the marvels of technology, lasers, and internet. Uh, what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth talking about weird news stories that are burning holes in our respective brains across with town. Lasers. Across town from each other with lasers with three Zs. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to do that, and then after that we'll do some plugs and some chit-chat. But effectively, the, the meat, the, uh, the hunk of the show is, is basically over, and it's, uh, it's turds from here. So, uh, Phil, I think you have more than earned your Union 30 seconds. Do you have any questions per moi? Uh, yeah, if you were going to laser brew your coffee, what color would you want to make your laser? Oh, like a deep purple. Like the band? Like smoke on the water, baby. Did they sing that? And serpented real estate prospecting news. An Indian man was fatally bitten by a snake in the Indian village of Buanapur last Tuesday, which drew friends relatives to the village for his last rites, including the dead man's brother who came to the funeral Wednesday only to be bitten by a snake and dying himself on Thursday. Holy Solomon Grundy, Batman area authorities say, quote, Coven Mishara attended the last rites of his brother Arvind Mishra uh, in Buanapur village. Then that night was bitten by a snake while he slept and was pronounced dead the following morning. A, uh, quote, relative of the well-perforated family, Chandra Shakar Pandey, who was in the same house, was also bitten by a snake and remains last reporting critical condition officials visited the village last week to assure family and neighbors that help was coming and uh, one can only assume they're now all dead hysterical in i'm gonna take this and build my empire news yanj uh, dunda square is prime real estate sure. in downtown toronto it's sort of akin to times square in new york city with all the shops and pedestrian traffic advertising space doesn't come cheap so you gotta have something and if you're gonna advertise you better know its value enter angel domingo who recently rented the space to advertise an item he had for trade a string cheese that he found in the fridge when he moved into his new apartment the advertisement quote for trade one string cheese accepting trades for one cheese string marble flavor still in original packaging no low balls i know what i have and then his phone number on this gigantic billboard. Mr. Domingo, who's no stranger to flipping things on various websites, says, quote, I think the most anybody has to offer me was they offered me two Persian cats. 
All right. Uh, he hasn't Democracy had the write-off yet, sane. but, quote, it's like, you'll know it when I see it. I say, take the cats, Mr. Domingo, and then see if you can trade them, and let's see how far you can take it. Capitalism's crazy. Inside, we're close for shit news. A swath of restaurants and, quote, food establishments in Provincetown, Mass, were forced to shutter all business for several days last weekend thanks to a sewage emergency. Per city officials, between high-volume summertime uh, facility usage and a bevy of thunderstorms in the region, the local Kaka PP underground was past safe capacity and threatening to backwash the tide of human waste into bathrooms throughout the town. Authorities said, quote, all public restrooms would also be shuttered Thursday and Friday, and the portable shitters will be around. Local residents were urged to lower their own water uh, usage, airing on the site of yellow mellows and brown flush downs until business is resumed as normal. We sure hope on Sunday. Climate change and tourism, y'all. It stinks. In there's no such thing as a disability news, a UK study shows that dyslexic people often have enhanced abilities in other areas. Rather than being viewed as disadvantaged, scientists posit that dyslexia is a critical tool in helping humanity adapt over the centuries. Research out of Cambridge points out that dyslexic are experts in exploration, inventiveness, big picture, and long-term thinking. Associated research has shown that astrophysicists were able to pick out characteristics of black holes and being able to sort out the signal from the noise, as it were, uh, way better than people who weren't dyslexic. It's a long list of famous people with dyslexia who have done amazing things and the latest research contributes to an ever-evolving picture of intelligence and ability many ways to intelligence and as educators and humans we need to understand this and do the best we can to foster skills of every student not just write off someone because they might have trouble in one particular area hey let's help the students as we go back in school this year huh can we try please and in uh, coffin flop news a california funeral on the six went from wailing to wwe style wilden when a full-blown battle erupted at a rolling hills memorial park in richmond when adult children of the deceased Fuck woman yeah. a brother and sister let a long simmering feud erupt into a brief brouhaha at around 1 30 p.m cops arrived at what they called chaotic altercation between eight to 20 family members who were quote reportedly armed at some point during the physical fight the brother got into the vehicle with the intention of driving over his sister and quote but dude missed and sent another woman to the hospital with non-lethal injuries and just listen to this quote in the car the brother also also damaged the grass, knocked over and damaged headstones and vases, broke a water main that ejected copious amounts of water and flooded the funeral plot, and also reportedly knocked over the casket, but the body didn't fall out. Uh, when the brother got out of the car, a family member hit him in the head with a cane, injuring him, and this is how I want my funeral to go! Was that a pay-per-view funeral? Oh, Holy I wish. Shit. And finally for me, in is that a tombstone in your pocket or are you just happy to see me news? Katerina Orduña Perez of Mislanta, Mexico, passed away at the ripe old age of 99 back in January tw- uh, 21, but her request was only recently fulfilled. The plucky grandma, known as Doña Cata, told her grandson that, quote, it was her desire that no one would forget her and that everything we loved about her would be remembered more easily, end quote. She always took the insult vergas and turned it into a term of endearment, meaning someone with integrity, courage, passion, and the ta- and same time love and joy. Of course, vergas can mean badass, but it's best translated to English as the slang term for cock. Therefore, her grave was recently adorned with, by her own request, a 600-pound carved dick and balls, <laughs> finally mounted onto her tomb last month. process took a while, and the sculptor apparently ran into some trouble with an early attempt, resulting mm. in a deformed scrotum. <laughs> However, they got it oh, done to honor well. Donya Kata's wishes, and since he knows she often broke taboos, statue stands at five and a half feet tall. They swear that's only because it was cold out when they measured it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a one-two punch of g- graves. <laughs> To end an episode, man. And, and Sean, 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 before we do plugs and stuff, you know I love you, right? Yeah. Okay, good, because I am not doing a grave rubbing of this stone. For you. <laughs> oh, shit. You had that one ready. You had that yeah, one in his pocket. Yeah. Had that one in your yeah. pocket, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Hey, Phil, uh, speaking of what's in your pocket, do we need to plug anything? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus magician's assistant facebook page yep, and etsy yep. shop and the redheaded tailor and the tick and the talk and the instant and the gram guys girls non-binary pals hey we are like what two months away from halloween something like that yeah yeah which is great uh but it also means you're running out of time to get those projects in uh once uh once the lady is back in her hollywood level talent realm she will have less and less time to do props costumes alterations uh adjustments brand new ideas and give you quotes and things but always 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 reach out via any of those platforms to her quotes are always free get your stuff in now and look your absolute best this halloween she's uh she's doing a little project uh a partly secret project yes. uh for for my kiddo and uh, it's very exciting, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. So let that be a, like, you know, a, another little push here, because if I'm getting in line... Do you want to describe that project just so everybody has an idea also? No, because this no, was... no, 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 no. no. Okay. It's a very special sweater, I'll say that much. Uh, there is going to be an addition to an existing sweater, and a, basically uh, a new one that's like an improved version that's it's very Edie style. I don't want to say too much else. Uh, hopefully Edie will let us at least show... I think she will. The finished products, you know. I think. If she, if she I hope so. Anyway, anyway. So there, an additional nudge. You better work 
because I'm getting in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else we're plugging right now? Oh, I did want to mention one other thing that we do have upcoming. Yeah. So, uh, again, Caroline, also in addition to uh, all of the wonderful costumes, does webmistressing and stuff. And she has been helping me get us ready to finally open the Whip Around Merch Emporium. Phil, I got to remind you, the, the merch shop is coming. That was the note. Thank goodness you have that note. Uh, It is not ready yet, but it will probably be ready before the next show. We will give you that link once we have it. I will write uh, a print on demand stuff. I'll write a note here to remind everybody. Um, Listen, we're starting rudimentary uh, with, you know, things with our logo on it, things that say citizen. Uh, We've got a custom uh, cabinet logo that I mock. I did up. I didn't really mock it up because it's real. So it's not a mock up (laughs) Uh, and a science and a science T-shirt. That one is also uh, not a mock up. No, that's real. None of these are mock-ups. This is the real deal. We've got plans for more things. We want to get some really cool original stuff on the sh- in the shop so that way you can have it. And also, it, this is not a question of trying to make money off the podcast. We, we've been on the year, we've been on the air now for a while. This is just, the, we don't make a lot off of each of the sales. This is just to try to help us break even. So if you like the show uh, and you want to support us, once that goes live, it'd be a great way to do it. Plus, you get yourself some cool looking well, stuff that yeah. nobody else will have. Great conversation starters. There might even be a goddamn tote bag. I don't know. And if I could just throw it out there, our like our headphones are like mine are starting to wear out. Like we're fine, we're gonna be fine. But it's sort of like if you, if you dig the show and oh, you're yeah. getting those things, then you get to also know like you're gonna help it continue and be less ratty. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not just that we're like, yay, we're you know help us put some new tires on this podcast. Yeah, no, my literally like my headphones. We don't want to get spinners. We just want tires. <laughs> from my giant melon head are like working their way through them. I bet you could get like spinners on your headphones though. That would be great because then they would have a little noise that was happening that would distract you from anything you were trying to hear. I like that's, that's great. Why you have to get the expensive ones so they right. have good bearings so they're quiet. Right. So uh, for Phil <laughs> and for myself and for any, whatever he just said, uh, which is a great <laughs> thing indeed, and for my emotional roller coaster and for Phil's steady, steady hand on the wheel, as long as you can see the whole of his face, he doesn't start to hide from you on camera mm-hmm. like he tried to get away from me we love you get your face up with or I lasers can see good bye pew 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 in a gray big, bag big mclarge bruise <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm so proud to know you right now. Oh, man.